Claire is so happy when she's walking up that back path. Like, she's coming back to see her daughter the, and her husband. The man of her dreams. She thinks she's coming. She hadn't seen us all day. <laughs> And she comes in and she's almost like singing to herself. She's like, hey, babes, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm in the bathroom. Just wait. Just wait out there. He goes, why? What's happening? I'm like, can you just wait outside, please? And she just walks in. She just walks in. I said, can you just get the... F-? They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley. The other one is Wads. It's not really Wads. It's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Anyway, here we are at another episode of Shitting with the Door Open, uh, an excellent title for a podcast, which was uh, solely come up with by my co-host of the podcast, Wade Duffin. Hello. Uh, I'm Harley Breen. I feel like very much that I just hijacked your idea. Not at all. In fact, I think what A little bit. The exact (laughs) phone conversation was, you called me up and went, what do you think about this idea? Uh, Told me the idea, shooting with the door open, just, you know, parents talking about being parents. And would you do it? Was your question to me? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it every episode. I'm a part of it now. (laughs) (laughs) But like in hindsight, the idea was, oh, what I would do is I would just go around and talk to different dads like uh, each week. Yeah. But then I remembered I don't really like talking to too many people. And no. not because I'm an antisocial kind. I just prefer... You've got your group. I've got my group and that's kind of it. And then anybody like outside of that group is, you know, they're nice people. I'm sure. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not. But, you know, like it's, it, t- it takes a while to like build up rapport a lot <laughs> yes. of the time, yeah. you know. Uh, and so I when agree. you said like, oh, why don't I just do it every week? I'm like... Oh, that is a good idea. And then I thought about overnight, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. If for only us getting to meet up I know. once a week. This, is, I think, is our most regular friendship uh, period of time uh, since we first met. Yeah, it's great. And also, like, you know, it's, it's what time is it now? It's like 5 to 2 in the morning. 5 to 2 in the afternoon, sorry. <laughs> nah, fuck it. In it's a.m. We right. party hard. <laughs> <laughs> Made a coffee. Should we Irish up these coffees? Yeah, fuck it. Let's Ooh, Irish up the coffees. Oh, didn't I Irish up that coffee? I know. That's very strong. I've made a, I've made a, a coffee, a stovetop coffee, and I've poured in some nicker from the barrel, N-I-K-K-A from Japan. Japanese bit of whiskey. We, Jap- we Irish Japanese up this coffee. Yeah, I don't think you can say japped up. You can't say japped up that is, coffee. No, that's, that's offensive. I mean... You're not saying it in an offensive way. You're just shortening. You're being very Aussie about it by shortening a but word. But at the same time, you know. It's got connotations. It's got connotations yeah. that, that we don't need to. And if anything, the coffee is, is Italy, it represents Italy. Yeah. And you know what happened when the Japs and the Italians got together. Well, you don't want that happening on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, didn't end too well for either of them. But Japan, no. they skyrocketed after that. Didn't they do very well? Very well. Still the second largest, third largest economy on the planet. I, w- I would call them a real winner out of that fracas. Not oh, immediately. And Germany as, as well. Shit. Yeah, rough as shit immediately. But you look at them now as two nations, very, very strong. Oh, man. And Germany, like, at least they apologised for their horrific sure. crimes. Horrific. Yeah. I don't think Japan has ever really acknowledged. Ad- acknowledged their guilt. But what they did to the people in China and Korea is 
are fucking atrocious. Right. Yeah, it is absolutely horrific. And no mention of it. Just get on with business. <laughs> yeah, they just get on with Well, we make a sweet Honda. Have you seen, like, why don't you play the Nintendo Wii? Hey, what happened back there at Nanking? Yeah, but you can play tennis. You don't even need a racket anymore. Oh, that is more interesting. <laughs> I don't know. If somebody wronged But me, I love Japan. Like, it's my favorite country to go to. I absolutely, like, Tokyo is the hands-down best city on the planet. It's just amazing. Is it hands-down best hands city on the planet? Hands-down. Better than New York, Barcelona, Paris, London. King Roy. <sighs> Country Queensland. Second best city then. Mate, it's got a big peanut. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Sir Jerby Peterson. Boom. Boom. Dad's here. Take it easy. Uh, it is on my number one to travel, list, uh, to travel to countries, Japan. I have not ventured there as yet. I, I feel like... Um, Amazing while we're walking, uh, While we're walking down Cliche Street... Yeah. I'm going to call it Japanese men, if they're cool, are the coolest men in the world. I couldn't... They've got like that... They dress... (laughs) You know, like... You know, let's put like a... We'll put a stereotype in there. Sure. But when you're walking through like Tokyo and Kyoto and stuff in Osaka and these cool Japanese dudes, they are dressed like they're out of like a movie. Yes. Like they've they've dressed like they've been dressed by someone on set. Yeah. It's incredible. they haven't. They just look... Amazing, sharp. And if you see somebody in the West doing the same thing, you can kind of go, "Oh, you don't really pull it off. You seem like a bit of a wanker." But you see, yes. like a Japanese dude, you're like, "Fuck, that's sharp." You have got style, sir. And same with Japanese women. Like, it's just a very stylish, very cool country. Amazing food, great booze, very easy to get around to. I Check it past, please. <laughs> Check it past. <laughs> We've all had indiscretions. I guess we're just saying to Japanese tourism, get us over there. Yeah. We'd love it. Yeah. Japanese tourism, there's your ad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a bit of a dodgy pass, but you're all right now. Uh, now, just before we turned this on, you were talking about uh, a meal that you have waiting in the oven. You've come to my house again, uh, which is great. Thank you very much for making the journey. Oh, yeah, no, it's good. good, good. Cross Melbourne. It takes you just over an hour on public transport. Yeah, I don't like to drive. Yeah. So I catch the, catch the tram and the train. It's fine. I well, like you it. recently got your license as an adult, man. Uh, like I was, I think I was like 29, 30 when I got my little learners. And then, oh, yes. and then uh, I was living in Sydney like five years ago when I got like the, the probationary license. And you don't use it often? Not Sydney, very often. Like if Claire though. needs like a, a lift to the airport, I'll go get her or, or pick her up. Or yeah. if I need to do something, then I'll, you know, I'll do it. And once if I'm it driving, it's fine. But the thought of driving and people like killing me on the road and stuff, <laughs> just like, oh, that doesn't seems a bit rough. But if a Mad Max scenario engulfs the city, you can jump in your Prius. I can jump in the Prius and we can make a very slow and orderly escape. And we would let people overtake us because there's no need to rush on a Friday. (laughs) (laughs) doesn't matter if the Armageddon's happening or not. But you've got a, uh, what did you say? A pork in the oven. I bought some uh, delicious, very free-range pork shoulder. And I've like, you know, I cranked up the oven to like 220, 240. Put it in there for like 40 minutes, get that crackling build. Yes, And then I left it out uh, overnight in the fridge as well, like uncovered. What's that about? To dry out the skin. Could tip. Really get the crackling going. And all you want to do with the skin is just put some salt on. That's it. Just but a bit of salt in the fridge, uncovered. Because the skin is full of fat. You don't need yes. to add oil to it. You no, don't of course need, not. Like it's just, it's, it is it's, fat. it's fat. Yeah. And then uh, I turned it right down to like 120 Covered it in foil, and underneath the foil, I put like you know, like I got some fennel to roast later on as well. Great. But I cut the stalks of the fennel and like a Excellent. bulb of garlic, and just shove that in there. Yes. Lots of salt and pepper. Put that on. 
I'll leave that go for like five or six hours and then I'll take that off and then I'll crank that heat back up for the last half an hour to, to bring that crackling back. Brilliant recipe. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. I think what I like most about that recipe is I've never heard it explained so simply. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a simple man. Yeah. And then with it, I'm going to roast some fennel, pumpkin, potatoes, leeks. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yep. Roast some leeks. I haven't never done it before. Roasting leek. I reckon it's going to be delicious. You, you can roast a, onion. It'll be delicious. You want a big chunk, I, I reckon. Oh, Otherwise yeah. I've got like uh, they will pretty much just be whole leek. Yep. Like, and it'll just, you know. The girls don't really eat it, but I love it. What are the girls eating while you're having that meal? Because that doesn't sound very cute. They will eat... They'll eat the pork. They'll eat the potatoes. They'll eat the pumpkin. Uh, the leek they might not eat. They'll get into a little bit of the broccoli, but not really. The dark green vegetables, they're not really... Kids don't like them. No. And I, I hated them growing up, but my parents boiled the shit... Yes. ...out of food. And, like, I have some of the best and worst food memories of my life uh, from my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Like, some of the absolute... So- Best. I remember, like when I had like pasta when I was like eleven. Like was the very first time, ten or eleven, and she brings out this like, what is this? And why is there mince in it? Like you know, it was like a very, you know, like at a stretch bolognese, you know. But it was so delicious. Like what is this wonder food? And you know, I felt like you know, like this is the greatest. We're very sophisticated. Yeah, foreign food finally made it into home. That's right. And then on the flip side of that, they would boil cabbage and broccoli until it like sluiced off the fork and then be like sitting there like staring at you like why are you enjoying us this delicious food <laughs> like, i would store it in my mouth and then go oh go, go to the toilet and then i'm like go walk to the toilet and like spit it out rather than swallow it they basically and now i know how my wife feels <laughs> <laughs> they basically cooked i've had cooked cabbage like that they cook cabbage until it's rubber yeah. It actually becomes another product. It is absolutely disgusting. It smells like farts. Yeah. It's absolute rotting flesh. I don't know how they can turn a vegetable into rotting flesh. But when you like get older and like you start cooking for yourself, you just fry it up with a bit of, you know, blanch it maybe, yes. fry it up with a bit of butter. Quicker. A bit of garlic. Keep the nutrient in. Keep the nutrient in. Fresh. Like uh, Brussels great. sprouts. They used to be cooked within an inch of their life. Now oh, I still don't them. care for Brussels sprouts. Okay, what you do is get a, a cast iron pan, very hot, at the last minute, Pop a bit of olive oil and butter in, uh, just a little bit, and then drop in those uh, Brussels sprouts on the cut them in half on the cut side and cook it real hot, real quick, and that'll caramelise up. Then pull them out, nice and crunchy. Yeah, right. I think I've had them every way. Don't like them. Nutty. Just bit bitter. Just don't like them. Okay. I'm going to stop. Shut up about the Brussels. Uh, I remember when I had satay for the first time. Oh, we're not we're satay. Yeah. As the fuckheads call it, <laughs> satay for the first time. I was like, "What is this flavour? This is incredible!" And I just feel like the only explanation I was given at the time was peanuts. Yeah, right? someone just went. It's and peanuts. people would just like melt peanut butter. That's exactly what I did <laughs> for about three years. I'd be cooking anything, and I'm like, "I might put some satay in it," and I'd just pour in peanut butter, <laughs> and I hope for the best. Oh, that good. and um. Sweet chili sauce. It was the era of the mid nineties, the late. Oh 90s. man, there was every that sweet house chi- had like a liter bottle of sweet chili. Now sauce. it's the sriracha craze. Now Back sriracha. then, it was the sweet chili craze. And then somebody said, "Oh, let's make some sour cream in it for a fancy dip." And you're like, "Oh, yeah, get I out did of that. town." I mixed. I was the hit of the household. It was before they came in a pack. 
But I just had to get the two products independent of each other and whip them together. Like a chef, like Michelin star stuff. It was like a castle moment when I put that on the table. <laughs> the family was so impressed. They were like, what have you done here? I went, oh, I just combined yeah. sweet chili sauce and Philadelphia cream cheese yeah. together. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I did. Just, just enjoy. <laughs> That's uh, what you did with it. I remember the first time I had nachos. I went to like... <gasps> I oh. went to like my friend's girlfriend's place and they were like a year or so younger than him and us and me. And she had her friend there and we're waiting for my friend to get there. And I didn't really know them that well. And they lived in Dunedin, which is about a hundred odd thousand people in New Zealand, right. which for me was like the big smoke. Like that Massive. was, that was the metropolis. Cause you're from uh, Invercargill, Invercargill. But I'd also lived in Alexandra and Waimahaka. I only lived in like tiny little towns. Right. Uh, and so I went there and I was like, oh, these people are so sophisticated. And then they were playing Jamaraquai and they served me up these nachos. And I just remember thinking, I'm such a country rube. I'm such a heck. Who doesn't know about Jamaraquai and nachos? <laughs> Me. Yeah. But I, I had to pretend. I had to like wait <laughs> and watch them eat the nachos. To like, know what to do. To know what to do. <laughs> 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 like I couldn't have fucking figured it out. And also just being so like unsure of yourself. Just like, oh, I just grab a chip and just put it in my mouth. I'd be like, oh, no, I better wait and do this properly. Yeah. These, <laughs> this traditional Mexican meal. You're very much like my partner. Uh, <laughs> she she is admitted to not trying stuff because she doesn't want to fuck it up in front of people. <laughs> you, you've just said the same thing. You didn't want to fuck up eating. I'd just be like, food, put food. it in the mouth. I can jump, jump, jump. Yeah, we ate quick um, because, well... Like you, you're from family of three. I'm a family of four. When the food gets in front of you, you just you put up a guard with one arm and use the other arm to shovel that shit in as quick as possible. <laughs> and then when you finish, you start eyeing off everybody else's food. <laughs> and the three boys were pretty much on par with each other. And then it was just Lois, and we were just <laughs> just we were, waiting. Oh, just tune into that like an eagle trying to hunt prey. Did you all like try and finish? Like, oh, we'll eat like the meat and potatoes. We eat the delicious stuff first. And then save like the the disgusting stuff for last. Well, no, because it just wanted to get it all. If there was a good thing, let's say you know it's uh, uh, I don't know, a, an Irish stew pie. Oh, come uh, on! It's a big night. That's... It's a big night. There's probably a, if at our house to have that. Uh, like I'm talking, not shepherds. Just uh, it's got a no. I know what you're a talking. Pastry on top, yep. and then it's inside a bowl. Come on. Yes. The best. Just the stew in there. Well, we'd have to have a guest over to have that. And the boys, <laughs> you'd take the top off, obviously, and use it like a Get biscuit. out the fancy and chocolate biscuits after. Yeah, yeah. They're not for you, oh, Harley. Sometimes you get out that little, what looks like a mini record uh, holder <laughs> yeah. of mint slices after yeah. dinner mints. You know, they all look like yeah, individual yeah. little records. Imagine they come out just before everyone throws their keys in a bowl. <laughs> that sort of era. <laughs> yes, we'd eat quick and then look at Lois's food and just go, oh, I'm coming for it. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, you said to me before, uh, you started. You tried to tell me a story. Have I told you this story before? Uh, and it was about going to the toilet. That's right. So forgot to go to the toilet, essentially. And I said, I have not heard that. Please tell me while we're recording. <laughs> so maybe like PJ was like 20 months old, 21 months old. Yeah. And your eldest. My eldest, lovely. She's great. Very little to do with this story, but I was looking after her, waiting for my wife to get home. And it was like, like 20 minutes off like bath time. Uh, Claire was like 20 minutes off being home. So I was like timing and I needed to, you know, I needed to do a shit. Like, yes. And like I, I felt my stomach like rumble and grumble and I was like, oh, my tum tum. And then. And some might say, by the way, that this is the, the impetus 
for this podcast is this, this is, moment. Yeah, yeah. This is like when... <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, oh, I really need some time with this. I really don't want to like be rushed and I don't want to be like stressed about Penny. And then I didn't want to give her a bath earlier. I don't know. I wasn't thinking. I but needed mate, a shit and I, and, I, and I didn't. Because when a man needs a shit and a woman I can't speak for, but... You, you need to go and get into a safe space and feel like you're not going to yeah. be interrupted. I wanted to go use the outside toilet. I wanted yes. to open up the door. Yes. And I just wanted to, like, you know, be one. Be I, one with the moment. W- be one with the moment. I wanted to have the, the zen because I knew it was going to be, like, powerful. I knew what was coming. And, it, like, it was urgent as well. So I was like, nah, this cannot, like... And in also, hindsight, also it's important that your daughter doesn't see you cry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Walking in at that moment, she needs to not see daddy in that situation. <laughs> anyway, we're playing outside, and after five minutes, my my tum tum going, oh, grumble, grumble, grumble. It was like I'm feeling tight, and I'm starting to sweat a bit, and I'm like, you know what? I got to, I got to get, I got to do this shit. So I'll put Penny in the bath early. It'll be fine. Uh, and so I go run the bath, and I can just feel it, and I'm like. Oh, and I, like, I'm starting to sweat out my anus, like out of the ring. I, and I'm hoping it's sweat. I'm just praying that it's sweat. And then <laughs> Penny's still like pretty oblivious to everything at this stage. And then, you know, like, so I bend down to get her like undressed. And I go, I'm like, oh, oh, that was a close call. Fuck, I've got to move fast here. The bath is filling up. I turn it at like at a very low uh, flow and at like a good temperature. So, you know, it's not going to overflow and she's not going to get burnt. I strip her down. I stand up to put her clothes over in the corner. And then I sit back down to pick her up. And as I'm sitting down, like my fucking bum bum just went. <laughs> and I sat down and I like shat myself. And I was wearing like these green shorts and this underwear. But the underwear had holes in it, and so I knew for a fact that it like leaked, <laughs> leaked into the shorts. And I thought, oh, this is no good. And so I, I sat there. I put, I put, I crouched down. I picked up Penny. I put her in the bath, and I was just like, what have I done? I'm fucking, you know, I'm a th- mid thirties dude. I just shat myself. Where is my life at this moment? And then I thought, all right, I'll, I'll go sit on the toilet, which is in the same room. And so I. As I stand up, I pull my shorts. I pull them like half down because I don't want to walk over there and no, and dropping shit everywhere and shit and like you know in the shitty. No one up smearing over my thighs sure. as well. Yeah, it's I, I imagine it's like cow pack consistency. This shit. Oh, uh, it's it not was, a solid mass. No, not at all. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. <laughs> and then I, so I, I kind of backed up to the toilet like with my shitty shorts halfway down my legs. And then as I thought, fuck, I made it to the toilet, which is only a few steps away. I went to sit down again. I got like a third away through the squat and then another load just went. <laughs> but this time I went down the back of my shorts, down the outside. And just kind of like dribbled there. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It lands what? on the floor. And I just sit there. Penny's just having a good time in the bath. She's not really noticing it. And I just sat down and I finished the shit and it was nowhere near as good by that stage. Like the <laughs> no, moment had no. gone. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you didn't get your sweet moment. You did get your crying in front of your child moment though. No, that's right. And then <laughs> it was at the end, like as soon as I saw, 
like the shit on the back of the shorts. I'm like, oh, fucking <laughs> hell. And then I saw it on the ground. I'm like, oh, man. <gasps> Wait. And then I hear the car pull up. Oh, I <laughs> and, like, and then I fucking... And Claire is so happy when she's walking up that back path. Like, she's coming back to see her daughter the, and her husband. The man of her dreams. She thinks she's coming. She hadn't seen us all day. <laughs> And she comes in and she's almost like singing to herself. She's like, hey, babes, where are you? I'm like, I'm in the bathroom. Just wait. Just wait out there. He goes, why? What's happening? I'm like, can you just wait outside, please? And she just walks in. She just walks in. I said, can you just get the fuck out? I just shot myself. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, get out. So she left. I calmed down. And then I said, look. (laughs) And <laughs> through the door I said, look, you're just going to have to wait outside There's some shit on the ground It's not pennies <laughs> I'm just going to clean this up And then I cleaned it up I took my shorts off Jumped in the shower And then I said, alright, you can come in now And she came in She's like, what happened? And then I ran through the whole story And she just was on the ground Crying with laughter Just crying with laughter And I had to walk out of there You know because <laughs> that's right I had a shower But I just I didn't strip naked I just watched the bottom half I For some reason I can't believe You haven't told me this <laughs> I'm so happy We've got a podcast I so, so thought I had And I remember like That's right I had I just had my t-shirt on Because I just watched The bottom half <laughs> With the thing And then I had to walk out Of the bathroom With my shitty shorts And my t-shirt on And my cock Just like flopping about With all like this dignity Oh I'm just going to go Throw this in the washing machine Babes uh, wow What a fucking <laughs> epic shit story She loves it She loves that story Oh man. man How do you come back from that? You know like that. That's a that's a confronting moment So but the whole time Oh man I can't control myself The whole time You had your child in there In the nude I imagine You got her undressed in yeah, the bath no- Or she was in the bath I uh, I nuded her up outside of the bath, yeah. and it's then I stood up and put the clothes in the corner yeah. of the bathroom, and then it's when I bent back down to pick up so my nude child. So she's just on the floor in the nude. Yeah, well, she's standing this. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, she's in the bath by that stage. Oh, oh sorry, know. no, I bent down to put oh, her into so the bath. So when Claire walked in, the, the child was is in the bath, having a great time. And you've got your own shit from asshole to breakfast, just covered in shit. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, but I can't believe she came in after I told her not to. Like she's the the wrong person yeah, in this oh, story. She's clearly yeah. she stepped <laughs> over the bar. <laughs> can't imagine a mum wanting to walk into the bathroom to see her child when she immediately walks out. <laughs> Just wait outside. Well, I'm coming in. Ah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <sighs> good times. Fuck, that's a funny story, man. So listen, um, the drink we had today, we've already talked about. What else do we have to talk about? We've, you've told a very funny story. Yeah. It was a good story. Oh, man. Now, this is my... Uh, I've come up with a um, a query uh, or a... How do you respond? Yeah. Because I saw the other day um, a young dad, brand new, fresh-faced dad. You want to talk to them, don't you? I wanted to talk to him. I did. I, I kind of actually wanted to just give him a, just a rub on his back as I walked past. This is what. This is how tired the, the fucker looks. I just want to rub him on the back and go, it's all right, mate. You'll come good. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. A quick little sports tap on the bum. Yeah. 
you're doing a good job yeah. and then just keep going but he he looked like that fresh brand new dad uh that we've both been uh, baby is about looked maybe a week two weeks old some of the euphoria is wearing off yeah uh sleep deprivation is starting to wear Ooh. in uh, adrenaline's gone yeah and he was broken as shit and happy yeah <laughs> still had a smile yeah. on his face um and then i remembered uh, because I'm only five months into my second child's yeah. life, so I'm very fresh myself. And then I've got a seven-year-old, just turned seven on the weekend. Uh, but is that question that you get, not only do you get it, but I have asked it of new parents, and it is a very simple question that gets asked maybe multiple times a day, are you sleeping? Are you getting any sleep? Have you slept? How much are you sleeping? Are they sleeping yet? Lots of are they sleeping? Yeah. And very was, popular. Very popular. Everybody wants to know. If I'd known this young guy that I saw, I probably would have asked that question. And I but don't I even know if everybody wants to know. I think other parents want to know because they want to like judge how they've been going. They want to I have a, so. a comparison. Yeah. And I think people who aren't parents want to know because they don't really know what else to say. They're like they're just kind of gone. Are you sleeping? I mean, that's a question. But yeah. they don't have no real emotional connection. And people parents, who aren't no, parents. They don't. They, they, you can't know what it's like you until you go through it. Not know. Like you can be like, oh, I'm the favourite aunt. I get the kid like every like weekend, or sure. I take it. Yeah, but you hand that kid back. Yeah, you just don't know, and there's nothing. <laughs> there's no way of explaining it. There's no way of explaining. And it. people with kids, by the way, aren't better because they do know. They just know. Yeah, what it is like to have a kid. It's not, not like better. a. <laughs> Believe me, we're not better. <laughs> we're it's not, not like better. one group is better than the other group. No, it's just that one person knows what it's like to have kids, and the other group goes, "I know, no, you don't know." This and this is a comparison, and it's not deliberately grotesque, but it's the best way that I can find to explain, certainly to a male listener. You can describe to somebody what it feels like to be kicked in the nuts, but you don't know what it feels like unless you've been kicked in the nuts. Yeah, and then once you have, you're like. That's fucked. Do you remember that time that we said goodbye Parenting to Parenting is exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do I remember what time? No, no, no. I interrupted your bit there. No, no, not at all. But this was, this was what I was thinking. Sorry, this is the end of the idea. With this question, because the parents have a very different response to that question. I thought, oh, it's not so bad. Oh, yeah, we're getting a bit. Actually, we've got one of those kids that sleeps right through. All of that. The answer should actually be, no, mate, um, that guy just came out. Like, yeah. up until his birthday, he was inside a safe, watery wonderland attached by belly to a food source. And then within the space of however long that labour went, yeah. that child was ripped out of its safe space. Ripped out. Its food source was severed, and then he was seeing light. It is understandable that the fucker is feeling a bit of trauma. The, at the sooner moment. we get on to cloning kids straight from like <laughs> seven or eight, the better we're all going to be as a society. Yeah. Just this put them through off. a Xerox machine. Yep. I yeah. think we've all read Brave New World. It's yeah. just gone onto the cloning. Let's just get it done. Freaks a fucker out. Yeah. So no, there's not sleep happening. Man, for anybody. And it's all right. I mean, there's sleep happening. It's just a different kind of sleep. Silo, the youngest. And now, oh, sorry. What? No, you go. Your youngest. Silo woke up uh, at like three o'clock yesterday morning. And she's, like the last week, I would say, she's been waking up and I've been bringing her into the bed with me and Claire's gone to sleep in another bed because yeah. if she's in the same bed with Claire... She's not sleeping. She's not sleeping. She just wants to clamber all over Claire. Right. But last night, Claire decided to stay, which is a shit move anyway. We should just train her to sleep in the cot rather than bring her into the bed. Of course. Uh, but last night, Claire's like, oh, I'm just going to stay here. It'll be fine. And it was not fine. 
So I've been awake since like three in the morning. Oh, that is not okay. I feel good. Uh, see, this is we've got our baby world uh, in the bed with us, and it's better at this stage for everyone's sleep. Yeah, for him to be in there. He's five months. It's a big difference. People don't want to want to talk about co-sleeping, do they? Uh, I don't know. I find it's far more controversial than I'll give a fuck about. Yeah, I don't care about what people think about it. For us, we're doing. That's that's what helps. He sleeps. We sleep. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, five months ago, he's inside a watery wonderland. Yeah. He, he spent more time in there than he's ever been on Earth. So it makes sense that he wants to be real close. Yeah. To people. I get it. Yeah. And I lie stiff as a board. I wonder like how many of these rules are put on don't co sleep, don't like eat soft cheese, don't eat salmon, uh, put on <laughs> like people in Australia and Britain, like you know, like these white Western cultures. Yeah. And I wonder if like Korean or Japanese or you know, sure. like someone in Somalia just look at that and just goes, What are you talking about? Well, of course they'll have their own issues. Their they'll own traditions, have their, their own culture. Their issues with birth and their uh, opinions w- with how people should do it. Uh, I remember saying to my mum how much it annoyed me the, the pressure that women are put under and what they can and can't put in their bodies when oh, they're pregnant. Man, it's and mum said, Yeah, no, it's horrible. But also, we didn't have access to soft cheeses when I was pregnant. It wasn't a thing you bought. Yeah, right. You didn't have raw fish. It wasn't available in Australia. So no one was giving us those messages because we didn't have the product. Yeah, right. Now you've got to... You can have any type of food any day of any season you want it. And sometimes... Basically, the advice given to pregnant women is, hey, maybe you shouldn't have soft cheese. Kind of goes for everybody. Yeah. It's not a great product to be putting in your body all the time. It's so delicious. So when it says, hey, pregnant women, um, it's best you don't drink because you've got a baby inside of you. It's like, hey, everybody, it's best you don't drink. It's a toxic poison that, that makes you, you feel from the inside. so good. Yeah, it makes you feel great. <laughs> I love it. Love it, drop. Right, well, you know, I, I think that's as good as any to an ending for another episode. <laughs> really just faded away. We there. did a great job. Uh, now, hey, if you liked it, uh, you can follow us on social media and uh, click subscribe is the best way because yeah. then it just downloads automatically and tell your mates. But also, I think the best thing to do is download, subscribe, rate, and like. You don't even have to listen. No. Just. Subscribe and download. It's probably the best for everybody. Which would make us giving you this message impossible. Yeah. Don't listen. Yeah. yeah. Just rate. Five stars. Comment. It's going to be a win-win for everybody. (laughs) All right? We can actually just stop recording them after a while. We'll just put one up as if there's something there. But it's just going to be 40 minutes of white noise. Just white noise. To help your baby go to sleep. It's going to be the best. Uh, All right. See you, mate. See ya. Dad's.